0: broadcasting from down on the bayou it's the average marks pro wrestling podcast powered by lake area media llc and now your hosts david boston and patrick fry and welcome to the amp wrestling podcast it's me it's me it's db patrick fry over there it's good to be back bro
1: yeah, man, it's been a while since uh, you've been with us, but it's good to have you back. Uh, I, I held down the fort a little bit last week, uh, and I'm glad you're back because I mentioned it on the podcast last week. When I sit here and do it solo, and I may have done this podcast solo a time or two, but I I, I flow much better with you in here, someone to bounce off of. Me by myself, I don't know. Sometimes I get excited, talk too much. I talk too much even with you here as it is, but glad to have you back. Yeah, well, I listened to it. It sounded good, Patrick. Well, thank you. I'm glad, uh, yeah. I'm glad you think it sounded good. I hope everyone else that listened the last week thought it sounded good as well. So uh, I'm real excited to talk about the stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, obviously, uh, a lot to talk about, uh, but this is uh, the Average Marks. I'm sorry. not the Look, I did it again. I think I did the same thing last week. Yeah. I, with so many episodes of being the Average Marks, but we are no longer the Average Marks. We are the AMP Wrestling Podcast. Of course, like I said, a lot to talk about here. Yeah. I know we got a sponsor. You want to do the sponsor first? Yeah.
0: But first, a special F you to all the trolls out there. You're the reason why we changed our name. We got tired of you trolling us. What
1: were they exactly trolling us about?
0: Uh, essentially saying we were stupid. That's why we were
1: called the Average Marks. I mean, I'm not saying we're stupid, but we're certainly not geniuses <laughs> by any means. But yeah, the uh, sponsor for today
0: is Amazon, or Amazon Affiliate Link. Now, this is a great way to help your boys out because it is completely non-intrusive to your wallet. You don't have to go to Patreon and throw down, although we have one. You don't have to go to
1: PayPal and throw down, although we have one. Patreon's about to uh, blast off, I think. Really? Well, with Why Only, you say that? Well, with OnlyFans uh, getting rid of all the oh. sexually explicit content. Can you I, can you do nudies on Patreon? I don't know. Can you? I don't know. I feel like maybe you could. I don't know. But I, I did see a lot of folks going to uh, this thing called Fansly. So maybe that's going to become a thing. Yeah. So maybe it's well, like I, the knockoff OnlyFans. But I thought Patreon, maybe you could. I don't know. Maybe you can because I feel like maybe a lot more people would go to Patreon if you could. So maybe you can't. I thought maybe... Patreon, if they do allow that sort of thing, could be one of those platforms. Obviously, you know, we we were on Patreon for for a little while. I think we do we still have a Patreon?
0: We do. It's it's completely non active. uh there's cobwebs oh, all yeah. over
1: it it's even on the the, the yeah. screen here i can yeah. see it yeah down there at the bottom left support us on patreon so we are on patreon we're not going to get naked for you but you don't want you trust me you don't want <laughs> that. or we could if we get if, if, if we paid. get if we get some women in here and we can do that yeah we'll, we'll, we'll certainly do that but neither david nor myself no, no not no, gonna happen no. um amazon
0: yes amazon is completely the best way to help us out because you shop on amazon anyway and you don't have to fork over any extra money to your boys amazon's going to do that for us uncle jeff he said <laughs> hey boys if you send us some traffic we're going to throw you a few cents literally yeah <laughs> uh, but every few cents i guess it'll eventually get to ten dollars and it'll be put in our bank account so we can buy something for the show but if enough people do it we get it going there's a thing so here's how you do it tinyurl.com forward slash amazon amp amp and the reason why we use tiny url that's how we keep track of how many people aren't hitting the link
1: yeah i actually <laughs> i bought something the other day and i used the link so hey I bought a pair of uh, binoculars so what you need binoculars for you peeping tom uh well you see um So my girlfriend lives Uh in an apartment complex where she has like a little balcony and it oversees, I guess, what you would call the courtyard area of said Uh apartment complex. There's a pool in there? There is a pool. Okay. But it's like the the way the courtyard is set up, like the pool is, we'll say it's on the west side of the courtyard Mm -hmm. and her balcony is all the way on the east side of the courtyard. So like it's a little ways and, you know, there are some honeys. Okay. They go out to the pool and everything. And um you you can tell that they're honeys, but the binoculars really <laughs> give you the good look and wait, are you serious? Yeah. That's what you
0: bought these binoculars for? That's one of the reasons, yeah. Does your girlfriend know?
1: Yeah, she knows I bought some binoculars. But what you're gonna do with the said binoculars? Well, I'm gonna use it for other things, like when I go. But, to I mean, wrestling. how are you
0: gonna hide that if you're at her place? You're gonna just you're just gonna grab your binoculars yeah. off the counter and go, "Hey, I'll be right back."
1: No, I've already done it. Like I look out the window of the, the, the balcony, <laughs> and she knows I'm looking. She, I mean, she might know I'm looking just at the girls, but like I look at other things too. There's other things. You know, there's a, sometimes on the weekends there's a lot of activity going on. Just not just women, but like all like families are out there and stuff, and they're playing cornhole. and I just like to, you know, I take a take a peek and see. <laughs> um, That's so creepy. I mean, it might be a little creepy, but you know, hey, it's uh, what you want me to do? It's no different. You know what that makes you, huh? It's no different than if I were to go out on the balcony and just look in general. You're a voyeur. What does that mean? You like to watch people when they don't know you're watching. It's called people watching, yeah. No, no, no. That's not people
0: watching. You're not sitting on a bench in a park just watching people. You're scoping people with binoculars behind a but glass. But you also got to
1: realize that there are numerous other balconies that are facing this courtyard, and other people are out on their balconies, obviously yeah. looking around and and whatnot. So it, it's not like it's a private area. It's a it's a fairly public you know space it's not like i'm watching you know looking through somebody's window a hey, watching them get undressed or something like that i'm watching people that are just hanging out at the pool where there's usually you know a good handful of people around the pool so yeah. it's not like i'm looking at any anybody that doesn't want to be looked at i guess you can so say So this
0: is apartment complex has a lot of young tenants
1: yeah it's a it's a good mixture there's a lot
0: of fit and trim honeys out there
1: yeah i mean i've I've seen some some good looking women it's yeah. uh i mean any, any, I the grandmas
0: with the heavy hangers no,
1: I haven't seen none of that yet but it's i I, I think there there's a there's a good handful of you know college uh kids that that live in this apartment complex oh, and there's okay. also families that live there too i mean there's kids running around all over the place all the time too, so well,
0: that makes it even more creepier then well, I'm not looking at the kids.
1: I don't care to look at the kids. If anything, I'm going to tell the kids to shut up because my girlfriend has to sleep during the day sometimes because she works at night sometimes, and they're you know running around the courtyard hooping and hollering and, and whatnot, but nonetheless. Boy, I
0: bet you her job is so boring at night.
1: Uh, I guess so. She, by the way, shout out Marcus. Marcus has been in the chat a- already hey, a few Marcus. times. Marcus. Uh, said, sup, fellas. He said, I'd rather just go to Bible study and, and pay my tithes. <laughs> uh, me and Marcus have gone to Bible study together once yes. already. And, uh, he, put, he also said he's looking at bird. David, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> looking at birds, I guess. I'm bird watching. Plus, like I said, I bought it because I'm going to some music festivals this fall, so yep. I'm going to use it for that. Obviously, going to wrestling events, uh, if I'm up in the, the rafters, I'm going to use mm-hmm. it for that. Use it for sporting events. Uh, there's all sorts. Of, I've always wanted a pair of binoculars, even as a because i thought it was just cool to be able to see further well you need to bring your dlsr so we can get some photos on our social media well here's the cool thing about these binoculars they can
0: take photos
1: no 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 well not the binoculars themselves, but I bought the ones that have like this adapter where you can put your phone camera up to oh, the inside okay. the binocular, so I, I can finagle it to where I can actually take pictures. Yeah, that's pretty cool through the binoculars. So that, that that is a cool thing about it too. That get a close up one of Sasha Banks whenever she comes back. I mean, now I've used the DSLR at a wrestling event before. Yeah, those are great whatnot. picks. By yeah, the way. they were they were fantastic picks. I've used them at a WWE house show. I've used them for our local. Wrestling shows here Shout out with Full, FTW, throttle, yeah, full throttle Wrestling here in Lake Charles. I've used it for a number of things. I mean, I've used it at college football games. I've used it just anywhere you could think to go take pictures. Hey, it's,
0: when FTW comes back, Brink, Cruz, and Marcus is going to have to come down, catch a show, and then all you guys can go uh, cap off the night with some Bible study over in Sulphur.
1: Yeah, that uh, we may have to do that. Yeah, that that that, that does sound like a good time. So, well, when maybe the midget might be there. Maybe, never know. That'd be interesting. All right, let's dive into it. Okay, uh, we got. That was we, interesting though. Yeah, it was. Uh, we got some things to talk about. About, of course, uh, Amazon tinyurl.com dot com slash Amazon A M P. Uh, whenever you go shop Amazon, I know most people out there, if not all, shop Amazon one yeah. one time or another. Save it on your browser. So yes, save it as a bookmark on your browser. Type in Amazon, uh, tinyurl.com slash Amazon Amp. Go to it. Save it as Amazon on your browser. And anytime you go to Amazon, you click your, your, your bookmark on your bookmarks bar. And then, boom, just do your shopping yeah. like normal. Yes. And that's all you got to do. All right. So um, Marcus said they're building a new one in Sulphur. Oh, really? Yeah, a new Bible study. So. Yeah, that one's really small. Marcus, we'll have to talk about this uh, uh, after the podcast <laughs> just to see, see what's up with that new Bible study. we we'll have to go check that out. But anyways, uh, so obviously the big story in professional... Well, I do not even go with the rundown yet. Jesus Christ, we're... We're, oh. we're, talk- we're These binoculars got us sidetracked. Talk about, yeah. But anyway, this is uh, the Amp Wrestling Podcast, episode number 110 uh, for Tuesday, August 24th. i got some other things to do on Thursday. I'm going to watch some high school football. On Thursday and Friday, so we decided to move it up a little bit. Plus, hey, with the craziness that was this weekend, I think it was worth moving up a couple of days. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about... Obviously, CM Punk. He's uh, returned to professional wrestling after seven-plus years. He's in All Elite Wrestling. We're going to dive into that. Also, SummerSlam was this weekend. A couple of big returns at SummerSlam. Becky's back. Brock's back. Also, some title changes happened there as well that I'm pretty happy about. Also, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, There was a picture that surfaced. Uh, Most people think it's him that attended Rampage on Friday night. And uh, there's also... Now, reports coming out that he is most likely heading to AEW. We'll talk about that. Also, Adam Cole, Bebe is uh, (laughs) almost a free agent. I thought he was a free agent after Sunday, but apparently he's not quite a free agent yet. But he will be... Very 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 soon. So, uh, what's in store for Adam Cole? And also, we got some rumor mill stuff. Big concerns about the new WWE 2K game. Also, WWE uh, apparently was uh, salty with the fans at SummerSlam, and Vince McMahon has been pushing hard for a new signee. We'll yeah. talk about all of that. All coming up on the Amp Wrestling Podcast, episode number one ten for Tuesday, August twenty fourth, two thousand twenty
0: one. Find us on your favorite social media platform: Facebook, Twitter. Twitch, YouTube, just search Amp Wrestling Podcast.
1: All right, so obviously Friday night. Let's start from the beginning here because let's backtrack a little bit here. They announced this show, AEW did, back, I don't even remember, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Uh, Obviously, they announced earlier this year this new show called Rampage that debuted on August 13th, and that one was in Pittsburgh and Then they announced the second episode would be at the United Center in Chicago. And immediately when they announced that on one episode of Dynamite, crowd started chanting CM Punk. I mean, I didn't even think, you know, okay, that could be CM Punk. Because obviously I knew already that All Out was in Chicago. So initially, and then of course all the reports came out that CM Punk had signed with All Elite Wrestling. And... I was thinking, okay, obviously, he's going to come out at All Out, and that's going to be the big moment at All Out, whatever the case may be, and then they announced this show. So then, obviously, the speculation started running wild. Oh, that CM Punk's coming back. This show, it's going to be this show at the United Center, which, obviously, it holds more people than the venue that they're going to have All Out in, which is sounds crazy to me, but um, nonetheless... As soon as they announced that i believe it was that same night on dynamite right after they announced that they go to a promo it was darby allen and sting and basically darby allen without actually saying cm punk's name called him out saying yeah chicago is the perfect place to find out who really is the best in the world which is obviously cm punk's gimmick so you did that promo way better than darby allen he's such a bad promo Really well. That's the thing about Darby Allen, though. He's he's not known for his promo. He's just his in ring stuff is phenomenal. Yes. What he can do in the ring, and I guess that maybe that's why they got staying with him. I don't know, but nonetheless, um, Darby Allen pretty much calls him out without directly calling him out by name, and the, the the rumors just get just kept swirling more and more after that. So as we get closer to the show more and more it it was it was like they kept telling us that punk was going to be there with it was one of those things now you know tell me that punk's going to be there without telling me punk is going to be there i mean it they and it got to a point where it was almost too obvious and i was like they're making it too obvious that he's going to be there which makes me think he's not going to be there but at the same time if he had not shown up on friday night Them fans would have rioted. The United Center might have burned to the ground because (laughs) fast forward to last Friday, as soon as the, and Twitter was buzzing all day long. Wrestling Twitter was just on fire uh, about happy CM Punk Day, this and that. And I'm just like, man, like I really hope, you know, he shows up. Like, cause if he doesn't, man, that's going to really be a bad look for AEW. And Tony Khan went on Busted Open Radio friday morning and basically said i think everyone knows what what to expect tonight and i'm not going to let the fans down and boy did he not let the fans down because nine o'clock central time 10 eastern friday night uh i had it on i watched smackdown and then flipped it right over to tnt and you know the show came on and right out of the gate Cult of personality hits. The crowd goes absolutely ballistic. And Punk comes out. I'm
0: I'm getting chills. You telling it again.
1: Well, That was such a moment, Well, I just, right before we came on, AEW premiered The Road to AEW Dynamite for tomorrow night, and they gave a special look into Punk's return. And basically what it was, and I got chills, because this was a completely different perspective than anyone had ever seen it. Yet uh, they basically went into the production truck, and we got to listen to every single thing they were saying in the production truck mm. as the return was happening. To c- cut to camera ten, t- camera. I mean, there was there was at least ten different cameras. that would cut to go to go take this one. I mean, the the production guy or the guy that was giving all the orders was out of breath the whole time because he <laughs> would not stop. Go here, do this, take that, ready. The I mean, it was non-stop You gotta go. I don't think you watched it. No, yet. I haven't seen it, yet. but go go check it out. It's really cool. It was a, 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 just a different perspective of the return, and they played the, the entrance in its entirety. And just you, you can, like I said, the whole time you just hear this production guy go to this camera, go to this camera, take this one, back up, zoom in, get close, tighten up. What do I mean? I'm telling you, it's it sounded like it was very stressful. But at the same time, it was a really, really cool aspect. Yeah. So, And there was about 12,000 people in there watching as it premiered. It premiered at 5 o'clock, so about 45 minutes ago it premiered. It's like a 12-minute video. They started off, kind of had a couple of clips of Punk like driving up to the arena, hugging a couple of people, and then heading out to the arena. And then they did a little promo. They did a little package with Christian and Don Callis and how Don Callis had... You know, first hired Christian back in, like, 96 up in Canada for promotion. And they showed some footage of him (laughs) wrestling Lance Storm back in 96. Nice. And they had Lance Storm do a little interview there. And they had a little package with Christian and whatnot. Then they basically went back, and that's when they showed Punk's return entrance in its entirety with the production audio going through and all that stuff. It was really cool, so go check it out. So you say, you know me telling you about it getting you the goosebumps watching that i got the goosebumps yet again uh, when cult of personality hit i've already i've I've watched the return video i'd say maybe a dozen times already maybe maybe even more it might be closer to 20 but um man it it, that's one of those things you know you're going to go back on a very often basis and and rewatch it just because i told you this the other day you know that as i was watching him come out as soon as i seen him walk out and confirm boom he's here i i felt that i i felt an energy watching wrestling that i have not felt since watching my all-time favorite stone cold steve austin when he was obviously in his prime back in the late 90s early 2000s i mean it was one of those things and i had up on my ipad I was I was in like a Discord chat and I was watching Joe Cronin on on YouTube because he was doing like a live reaction to it and I was gonna obviously try to follow along but once Punk came out eyes were glued to the television I everything else around me I was oblivious to until they went to commercial then I checked it and everything but like I was locked the fuck in on (laughs) AEW Rampage by the way did one point one two nine million views and. Some of the numbers, and I retweeted them all on our Twitter page, but some of those numbers, like especially in the Chicago market, like they had like a one point seven demo rating, like that's through the roof, yeah, just in Chicago, now, granted, they had really good demo ratings across the board, but man, and obviously he goes down to the ring, he jumps into the crowd by the way, I was man that's the one thing that like slightly disappointed me was that I was hoping they'd catch him and he could crowd surf, but yeah, like yeah. He just sunk into the crowd. And then like one <laughs> Bunch of the team,
0: of weaklings.
1: Well, one of the security guys. And that's the thing, too. There was like so many guys right there. Like, I was like, surely and Puck's not a small dude, by the way. Some people might think he's small. He's not a big dude. I've seen him in person. Not a small dude. He's he's a pretty big sized fella. Uh, for how he comes off on TV. But um I was hoping they'd catch him, they'd crowd surf him, but he he and the security guy sure
0: he was hoping that too.
1: Yeah, I think he was hoping that. <laughs> now, granted, they didn't let him fall, but like they kind of Caught him to an extent, and then he got out the crowd. He, you know, he hugged a few people. I'm assuming people he knew personally, and then he gets into the ring. um, He milked the entrance so much they ran out of cult of personality, which I don't think they really did. But they, as he was walking up the stairs to get into the ring, they they basically shut the music down, and I mean the crowd just see him punk. CM Punk. I mean, a deafening CM Punk chant.
0: Before we get too far into it... Go ahead. Did Tommy Dreamer ever find the guy that was crying?
1: I think he did, yeah. Um, I don't don't know if he found him, but I know he was going to reach out to him to offer him tickets to to an Impact show or something like that. Well, let me
0: ask you this. Do you think that guy was a
1: plant? Because they sure found him in the crowd. I don't know. I mean... uh... Let's put it this way. I don't know, I wouldn't say he was a plant. He was ju- I think he was just in the right place at the right time because obviously there's there was there were a bunch of cameras. And I guarantee you he was not the only one in the crowd crying. I'm not saying everybody was crying, but there was probably a good handful of people in there. Yeah, but with he wasn't just man joy. missed in. He was like bawling. And like even me, like I'm I I I I wasn't gonna I don't think I was gonna get to tears, but like Watching that live, like I said, it gave me an energy that I had not felt watching wrestling in a very, very long time. And like, like I said, I wasn't emotional, but like, man, I'm telling you, like, I, I, that's the only way I can explain it. It just gave me this this energy that I was like, man, I feel like I'm eight years old again watching Monday Night Raw in 1999 again, you know? Hearing, hearing the glass here Hearing break. the glass shatter, you know? that That's how it was for me. Um Marcus said being at the Rumble and feeling the energy when Edge came back but watching his return was an was another level was on another level granted I fell asleep before he came out wrestling is back baby <laughs> Now Moria yeah, cuz Marcus cuz Earlier in the night, in our little group chat we got, I was like, hey, who's watching this live? And Marcus was like, I- I'm watching it live. Cruz was working. I think Brink had watched it live. But Marcus fell asleep <laughs> before Rampage came on live. So like, he ju- so he woke up, I guess, like... That ha- sounds like me. Halfway through... I got to watch it on YouTube the next day. Yeah, I, I was not missing it. Like, uh, uh, The possibility... And I wasn't doing anything Friday night anyway. I was sitting at home. Like I said, I watched SmackDown and... Uh, I I was and like I said the buzz all day long on social media I was like I'm just gonna I gotta tune in like I I have to tune in whether or not he's there if he wouldn't have shown up I would have been like okay he's gonna show up at some point Mitch not tonight whatever I would have been I would have went about my life but it was amazing Um, Jim Cornette who's obviously one of the biggest AEW critics uh, said for quote it's not how I would have done it it was better Mm -hmm. and it was perfect Jim Cornette said it was perfect. So say what you want about Jim Cornette, whether you love him or you hate him. The fact that he said this was perfect tells you all you need to know about how this went down. And Punk obviously got in the ring, um, said, well, I'm trying to just, you know, go not necessarily verbatim, but I want to kind of recap what he said. Uh, he came in there, and uh, the, the, the big thing that he really said was obviously he told the fans, you know, if any of you... Uh, have felt maybe disappointed based on my personal decisions uh, over my journey. I uh, hope you understand that I was never going to get better mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, staying at the same place that got me sick in the first place, obviously referring to WWE, which sort of made him fall out of love with professional wrestling. Now, professional wrestling is the term he's he used when he said he left Ring of Honor august thirteenth two thousand and five uh, which he claims he left professional wrestling and now august twentieth two thousand twenty one he 's back he 's back at professional wrestling, uh, which is obviously what a e w uh, focuses on more so professional wrestling obviously w w e they're more into sports entertainment versus professional wrestling so uh punk looked like he was happy to be back, obviously. Uh, I watched the media scrum afterwards, and that should have been another clue right there. When Tony Khan announced there was going to be a media scrum after AEW Rampage, I mean that should have just really blatantly, at least for me personally, gave gave it away that Punk was going to be there. I still had my doubts, but when a personality hit, I was like, "Yep, he's here. Yep, there there you go." And like I said, I saw him come out, and th- that was the end of that. And then he he went on to uh, say, you know, he's back. Because they have this locker room full of talent that he wishes he was surrounded by ten years ago, and specifically called out as we go back now to Darby Allen, who so him and Sting they're up in the rafters, and uh, which was kind of cool because I think since Sting has been in AEW, he hasn't really been up in the rafters like that, so that was kind of a, a little bit nostalgic for me personally to see Sting up in the rafters like that with Darby Allen. But ultimately, um, he said, you know, Darby Allen. You know, you're, you're dangerous, you're a daredevil, but there's nothing more dangerous you can do. And this line, like, really fucking got me, like, pumped. He said, there is nothing more dangerous than you can do, that you can do than wrestling CM Punk, except wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. So he said, I'll see you, I'll see Sting, I'll see all of you, September 5th at All Out, so we get Punk versus Darby Allen at All Out, and then he he wrapped it up by saying, oh, by the way, seven years is a long time to wait. I appreciate you guys waiting on for me. So, to pay you back on your way out of the United Center tonight, grab a free ice cream bar on me, in which it literally was on him. He paid out of his pocket for all those ice cream bars that all the folks at the United Center received on their way out. So, uh, all in all, I mean... There ain't much more I can say about it. I mean, it was yeah. it, it, I can't say anything else that no one else has probably already said about it. I mean, it was it, it was arguably the greatest moment in wrestling. I would say the last 10-15 years, um for sure, maybe the last 20 years. It could be the biggest moment since the turn of the millennium in professional <laughs> wrestling. I'm serious. It could be. Um even Cornette, you know, who's since been Bruno San Martini. It's possible. And it's one of the, and we, you know, Cornette even talked about the pop. And Cornette's been around. Cornette's been around a very long time. He knows a lot about wrestling. Like I said, whether you love him or you hate him, he's like someone said on, on Twitter, he's a wrestling encyclopedia. And he's been around a lot of pops. And he wasn't even sure if he had heard a louder pop than what Punk got on Friday night. So, um, also, Marcus. Marcus is, is is lit in the chat. That's what I'm talking about afternoon. Marcus. Um trying to catch up with Marcus here. This is what he also said. I can only imagine what's next and when AEW goes, especially with the rumors of uh Daniel Bryan coming and Cole's last match Sunday night in my best uh Vinnie Mac voice. This is good shit. <laughs> and uh my my my, my Polly Pocket uh live on a Tuesday. Yes, my hey. my or I guess that's how you say it, My Polly Pocket. Well, My Polly Pocket, yes, we are live today on a Tuesday. Um, I got other things to do on Thursday, so and I figured with all the big news and everything that happened this past weekend, why not do it on, on Tuesday? So your we, boys we, are throwing you a swerve. Yeah, so we appreciate you joining us here on this Tuesday afternoon as we talk about CM Punk's return. But I've sat here and I've talked enough about CM Punk. Uh, you obviously watched it. You know, Take us through your thoughts of watching it, uh, his return. Well, mine's
0: just gonna be pretty short. It's fantastic. Like I got chills, I got goosebumps, and that was at home. I can't, I can't imagine how that was inside there. And you know, I come from the mindset I would have made the people wait till the pay per view. I would have sold out every single show in Chicago,
1: but Tony Khan was a man of his word, so you got to give him some props by the way my poly pocket is uh it's cruise so ah! i didn't know that was your username normally i think you come on on twitch and it's like cruise it says cruise smith so sorry i didn't know you were my I thought he pocket. was jufro assassin oh yeah jufro assassin or something like that so it's he said it's fucking cruise how do you not know it's me <laughs> you troll my, my bad i didn't know but uh yes we are live on a tuesday today so i know uh a yeah, mark a cruise in the chat now the chat's popping we, that's what we <laughs> like to see so, and, and Cruz even, you know, went back. he didn't catch it live, but he was saying he had chills. I mean, I think everyone had chills. And Marcus mentioned earlier, you know, we were all at the Royal Rumble back in 2020 when Edge came back. And I mean, the energy in that building, man, I was, I marked out more when Edge came out than any other time I've probably ever been to a wrestling event. I've been to a good handful in, in my day. So I cannot imagine, I can only imagine what it was like to be in that building—it's one of those things that anybody who was there is going to remember that for the rest of their life. Yeah, it's, I would have
0: tingled a little bit.
1: It's one of those things that I, I don't know. It's it, like I said, the the whole edge returning thing was was amazing, and it's um, yeah, yeah, just. Unbelievable! It was so yeah. it was surreal. Uh, it was a good term to use. Uh, Friday night, seeing him, just seeing him on a wrestling television program. It was so so surreal, and uh, I'm just I- I'm thrilled that uh, that he's back. I'm thrilled that he's in AEW because um, obviously he was never going back to the other place. Uh, he was never going back to to WWE. So I'm glad he's back in AEW. And uh, boy, what a momentum shift for, for that company um, to get CM Punk um, there's more guys allegedly down the line that they're going to get that could even shift their momentum even further in their direction does so, that mean
0: we we could also see CM Punk in New Japan a
1: little talent swap well I think you know like I said it was uh, Marcus also said okay well like I said the chat tonight is, uh, is popping off here so I'm trying to catch up uh crew said this is before the induction of jufro assassin so i guess this is like an og account for him uh he also said like i said how the hell do they get louder mid pop the loudness just goes up the second he makes his way out of the tunnel yeah i think that was that the loudest point of the night was you see him walk out the tunnel and then boom he's here because obviously there were people on twitter talking about the possibility and thank god they didn't do this cuz man or maybe you could have done this if you wanted to get some heat on a guy like they were talking about the possibility of cult of personality playing and maybe like MJF coming out <laughs> like that you been you want to talk about some heat yeah but obviously the way they did it you couldn't have done it any better you couldn't have drawn it up any better as soon as he comes out i mean i i, I was at home if i would have been you know, with a group of people, I would have on the externally lost my shit <laughs> like I did when Edge came out at the Royal Rumble. And speaking of that, Marcus said Edge was the reason I lost my voice that night. So like I said, we've been part of a, a big return like that, but um uh, and I and it's one of those things, man, you wish you could go back and feel it. You know, just one more time. Just be there and, you know, anybody that was there Friday night just got uh, a special treat and, emotionally uh, plastered yeah it, i mean i can I, I you know it's it it's just at this point i don't even know what else to say about it because it was just it was amazing it, it's uh, and i'm looking forward to seeing him tomorrow night um i hope we get to hear more about i don't know that's the thing like he said something in the promo about, like, you know, we got good news and bad news. The bad news is we're not going to get to everything or cover everything tonight. So maybe we'll get, you know, some more. We'll get another promo from him tomorrow night. Maybe we'll get to hear. I wonder maybe, if. He, maybe we'll get to learn something new, something we didn't already know.
0: I wonder if he starts up with an angle on Coke Banner.
1: Well, right now, I think it's going to be him and Darby, you know, obviously going into to All Out. And then it's going to be very interesting because there are so many. It, uh, yeah, Cruz said it was it was Liddy Infinity Titty. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm curious to see, and obviously I think him and Darby are going to put on a, a, an amazing match. I think, you know, I've heard rumors that apparently, I don't know if he stepped into a ring. He claims he hasn't or really done any training or anything, but there were rumors that some people, I guess, that trained with him said it looks like he had not lost a step. But... You know he didn't wrestle in seven years, so I think he's. I don't know if I don't know if he'll have any rust. Obviously, I think he's going to get into the ring and practice a little bit. Anything he might need to between now and All Out, but uh, I I expect them to put on maybe even a five star match um, come September the fifth. And um, I'm I'm curious to see. And as I was about to say, there's so many dream matches that I mean. Him and Omega obviously are ones that come off the, the top. You, you know, you mentioned Colt Cabana. I think that's one people would would love to see because that story tells itself. Mm-hmm. You got uh, him and uh, uh, him and Andrade would be one. Him and him and Pack. Him and Malachi Black. Him and Cody Rhodes. Um, him and, and John Moxley. There's him and Sting. Even I think Sting. You know, he even said in the media scrum how Sting. Went up to him backstage and said, "You know, I'm looking forward to working with you." So and he he wishes he could have worked with him back in his prime. But hell, at 62, Sting still is out there looking oh just Speaking as good of as, out. Yeah,
0: that match that Sting had. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it really wasn't a match. Was it a match, or was he just beating up those dudes? No, it 2. was 2.0? A-
1: no, they had a match last week. It was in Houston. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was amazing. Yeah, I was a I, that was a that was a really fun match. I enjoy. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that match. Um, from uh, Cruz uh, said, from what I've read and haven't seen yet, but he's on heels, so he's definitely been in a ring. And Marcus said he did step into in a ring on heels. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do remember him being a part of that that show on Stars that I have not seen yet. I'll try to see if I can get access to Stars to watch it, but yeah. Um, i i, I don 't know what else to say at this point uh, I said that a while ago, and yeah, we kept talking about <laughs> it, but there 's so many things to to talk about, and one thing i 'm looking forward to is to seeing how many people watch Dynamite on Wednesday, how many people buy all out because cm Punk will have i assume that 'll be his first match i don 't think he 's going to wrestle between now and then. Uh, obviously, you want to build the anticipation for that so it 's next you know it 's next Sunday already, so next week. Next week's show on Thursday, we're going to be dedicating a lot of time to talking about All Out. So that'll be real fun as well, but So since Darby is a face, you think he's turning heel at All Out? No, nah, I mean it, this is going to be one of those Rock versus Hogan WrestleMania 18 type of things where you got probably half the crowd Chanting for Darby, and you got half the crowd chanting for in Chicago. Okay, never mind. It's going to be you're right. It's going to probably be about ninety. Well, but ninety it, but, ten. But, but, that would you, probably be good. But you, but you know 10. what? Here's the thing: when when Punk mentioned at Darby in Chicago on Friday, a big Darby chant broke out. So, like, you got. I have a feeling the Chicago fans are going to be just. It's going to be one of those things. They're just going to cheer everything in that match. They're you're going to. I mean, no matter what, the the crowd's going to be hot. The crowd's going to be into it. The only way the crowd boos is if Darby goes over, which I, I do not see that no, happening. No, no way. No way Punk's not going over in, in this match. I mean, if, if they had odds for this match on a sports book somewhere, you better go put the house on CM Punk winning this match because no shot he's losing his debut match in AEW in Chicago at their biggest show. No chance in hell because CM Punk's going to be in the world title picture within a year guaranteed. Maybe by the end of the year. I don't know. Because you got other guys r- allegedly coming, like Daniel Bryan, who could be in the world title picture. If Bray Wyatt shows up, he could be in a title picture. If Adam Cole Bay-Bay shows up, he could be in a title picture. So I- I'm not going to say for sure he's going to be in a title picture by the end of this year, but I would say by All Out next year, oh yeah, he's he's going to be in a world title picture. No doubt about it. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's the guy that takes it off Omega, because yeah. right now, CM Punk is their big. In my opinion, right now, CM Punk is their biggest star. You got Jer- you got Jericho who's there, obviously. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. You got Jericho, you got Sting. I mean, as all time greats, you got Jericho and Sting in there, A- and you got you know those are like the the legends, the icons uh, in there. The two big. Names that have been around for a long time, and then you got guys like a John Moxley, like a Kenny Omega, who are huge right now. And I I think, I mean, Punk's probably in, in you know, in in that mix. Punk is, in my opinion, he's gonna. I mean, his his shirt, and once again, I said, you know, what more can you say? His shirt done broke a record for, you know, merch sales. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy how this one guy and obviously everyone that follows wrestling as as much as we do knows the, the story with punk how he comes back and it, it's it, it's going to be this is the biggest home run that AEW it's a grand slam it's not even a home run it's a grand slam and it, it, i'm just i'm i'm excited as I, i've already even if punk wasn't here like i've been thoroughly enjoying AEW but now that he's here i'm just like I'm almost gonna just stop watching WWE because, like AEW at this point, is giving me so much of that energy that I was talking about when he came out that I don't need to get it anywhere else. So
0: speaking of merch, boy did pro wrestling tees hitch their wagon to the right horse.
1: Yeah, they they crashed. Oh my god. Yeah, crew said it crashed the site instantly. They had to move to another server. Yeah, I mean it's. Like I said, those dudes are just counting money. Oh yeah, so it's uh like I said, it was it was a perfect storm. I've seen, I heard that, that term used a bunch already. We've been at, we've been talking, You're talking 40- about Tim Storm. No, I'm talking about CM Punk. Just the return is just everything. It's been a perfect storm. Um, for- FTW champion Tim, the perfect storm. Yes, you're right. Former, we've been MWA talking about Punk WWE now Jim. for well, well, we talked about the binoculars for ten minutes, and we've been talking <laughs> about Punk for, for 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 thirty minutes now. We still got so much to talk about here. Well,
0: one more thing about Punk. Okay, uh, the company that made his ice cream bars—they're mm-hmm. called Pretty Cool. Yeah, and they had said that he had got with them about two years ago to make the candy bars, yeah. uh, uh, the ice cream bars for him. Yeah but it never really worked out until obviously yeah rampage so um i would imagine all those people getting a candy bar that was quite a ticket
1: yeah um yeah cuz i saw people selling the the candy bar wrappers on ebay for like 60 bucks or something you got to be kidding me people were buying that uh first of all i would i wouldn't buy it but i if i was at that show i'd keep that shit I would have kept that fucking candy bar wrapper. I'd have cleaned it from any melted chocolate that might have been on it, and I would have fucking kept it. And I'd have bought a shirt. I'd have waited in line. Well, now this is another thing too. Like the merch lines, like were a mile long uh, to get the new CM Punk shirt. And there was, I think, there were shirts specific for people that were there that night. and Said I was there. I, he wore it during yeah. you know the, the the promo. So, but they, I heard they ran out of shirts. I was like, y'all should have known better. Yeah, we're going to have X amount of people in that building. Y'all should have ordered X amount of shirts because y'all know damn good and well, I'd say at least 90% of the people that were probably in that building would have gone and bought a shirt. And anything else you would have had left, obviously you just sell online. I'm sure they
0: did have some pretty good calculations on what they thought. people. But I'm pretty sure people were buying five, six, seven, ten 10 shirts so that they could sell them on eBay.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but I don't think they. I think that's probably what got them. It could be too. You're right. So, uh Cruz also said they've been count. They've been counting money. Bullet Club put them on the map. Talking about pro wrestling tees. Yeah, yeah. They, they they really did. So, um, but yeah, CM Punk's return. It was a perfect storm. Best moment of wrestling uh, in in years. A very long time. So, uh, let's move on now to SummerSlam. <laughs> um. Yeah, what? You know the the, the <laughs> great moment that CM Punk had, and uh, I think this is when Cruz exits the chat. But uh, let's talk about SummerSlam. Obviously, that was another big event that happened uh, over the weekend. If I can pull that up here, my girlfriend sent me a, a message. Was asking me if I got an alert, a severe warning on my weather radio, but I don't. It's in my book sack. It's not even turned on. So mm. tell her we're doing the podcast, talking about binoculars and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm texting her back right now that we are recording. The podcast. So go use that Amazon link. All right, so let's talk about SummerSlam, a uh, big event. Uh, I, I I didn't watch it live. I, I just I didn't. Really, I actually I didn't really watch much. I saw highlights, but I was uh, I was hanging out with some friends on uh, Saturday night, and I was like, I'll watch it later, and I just.
0: Well, I that's know.
1: where WWE is at these days, huh? And you know what I was really excited about SummerSlam and I, I I I part of me regrets not watching it live because there were some moments that I would have like marked out for you know live but uh going over the the results here Big defeated Baron Corbin speaking of by the way Baron Corbin's new gimm- I mean his gimmick how he's like poor and shit and um well of course they were in Vegas and he's been putting out some videos apparently you know part of the gimmick. I don't know how real or fake this might be, but like he went gambling in Vegas and won some money. He like won a lot of money. And then like he got into a a presidential suite and stuff. So he was like on he was on a you know, he was hitting a high. And then uh, I saw like earlier today like he ended up having to go stay like in a little mo- cash only motel. So like he's already kind of lost all of it. He bought a new shirt. He don't have a stained shirt anymore. So uh that was kind of cool. But uh Biggie defeated Baron Corbin, got his money in the bank briefcase back which Corbin took from him um first match of the night rk bro defeated aj styles and Omos to become the new raw tag team champions i'm excited about that because rk bro is one of the best things yes uh, going not just on raw but in wwe so really happy about that alexa bliss defeated eva marie uh damian priest uh, the new united states champion he defeated sheamus so um pretty cool there i didn't know if they'd give the title to damian priest yet but really congrats to him for winning the u.s title hopefully they start giving him a pretty good push. Uh, so Alexa I, I feel Bliss
0: like, still rocking the creepy gimmick. Yeah. Okay.
1: Unfortunately, um, the USO the USOs defeated Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio to retain their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, first surprise of the night was the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was supposed to be Bianca and Sasha, but Sasha was not medically cleared. I don't. I don't. I don't even read to see like why. I don't know if she's hurt. I don't know. Maybe she caught COVID or something like that, but. Um Carmella was going to be her replacement. Well Carmella comes out and they're getting ready to start the match and Becky Lynch's music hits. Crowd goes crazy. Becky Lynch comes out, hits Carmella, throws her out of the ring. Now it's going to be Becky versus Bianca and at that point, you know, if I was watching live, I'd have been like, "Oh hell yeah, let's go." Like I'm pumped about this. Becky defeats her in, let's see, what what's the time they have listed here? 26 seconds. Wow. So I think that kind of left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because Bianca obviously beat Sasha at WrestleMania, got this title run, you kind of pushing her. Becky Lynch comes back and it beats her in 26 seconds. It's kind of like when Kofi won the title and then Brock came back and beat him in four seconds, you know? And that left a bad taste in people's mouths. I think this left a bad taste in people's mouths. And it it came out that WWE is... Becky Lynch is going to apparently be a heel going forward. Yeah, And I was like, okay, I understand the booking of the match to get her maybe some heel heat, but it's still a bad idea to even turn Becky Lynch heel in the first place. Because she is arguably your biggest w- woman star, possibly even altogether in the conversation as your biggest star in the entire company. Well,
0: the Wrestling Observer said that she requested to return as a heel.
1: Well, then Becky, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a terrible idea
0: because... But, you know, the the man gimmick was kind of a tweener gimmick anyway.
1: Well, the, well here's the thing, too, like... I think back at SummerSlam of 2018 when she turned on Charlotte, I think they were trying to do a heel turn there but the crowd loved it. And mm-hmm. you know, that was her that, that was basically almost like the rocket being strapped to her back and, you know, going into space and ultimately she ended up winning the the titles at WrestleMania the following year by pinning Ronda Rousey. So, um and then, you know, she had the whole year run with the belt and and then you she had to give it up obviously because she got pregnant. But Thanks a lot, uh, Seth. Yeah, thanks, Seth. Um, let's see.
0: John Alba said that <laughs> uh, the merchant Oh, go
1: ahead. Uh, crew said, Hi right, guys, I gotta go bang my head against the wall. I just got out <laughs> of the I just got out of the weather heading to work. It's bad, bad. Oh, they had some weather coming in ah. from our um from our northeast and then uh Marcus said that um and then Cruz said 26 seconds is fucking trash sure put becks over but 26 seconds fucking boo I agree like you could have had them even wrestle for 8 or 9 minutes and have a really good match and have Becky go over and then like find another way to I don't know t- you know maybe she like goes to shake Bianca's hand after the match and then like Kicks her ass or something. I don't know, but yeah,
0: Bianca's too good for a squash match.
1: Yeah, but th- they'll have a. They'll, th- there will be a rematch because WWE just loves that and uh, loves rematches. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I was. It was fun to see Becky, and I. I don't know if the the whole heel thing's even going to work. It's like when remember they turned Stone Cold heel back in oh one. Uh, at WrestleMania 17, it's like the fans did not want to boo Stone Cold Steve Austin. I didn't want to boo him. I still loved him as a as a heel. And uh it, it was terrible. And I, I'm afraid that we could be in a similar situation with Becky Lynch. I don't know. But um yeah so but Becky's the new SmackDown women's champion. Uh let's see what else we got here. So uh Drew McIntyre defeated Jinder Mahal. Charlotte Flair uh, won the Raw Women's Championship from uh, Nikki Ash and her their triple threat. She won by submission. Um, Edge defeated Seth Rollins by submission. Uh, Edge came out with the brood entrance. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Uh, so that was, that was pretty cool there. Bobby Lashley defeated Goldberg, thank God, via referee stoppage. And then uh, Roman Reigns defeated John Cena, uh, for And had Reigns lost, he would have to li- leave WWE. That was like a stipulation that Reigns put on himself Friday night. Um, so, but then the, the, the surprise was after Roman defeated him, here comes Brock Lesnar. We hadn't seen Brock Lesnar in WWE in, what, 15, 16 months uh, since WrestleMania 36 uh, at the Performance Center. He lost to Drew McIntyre. We have not seen him since. He's back. There were obviously rumors of if, if is he coming back to WWE? Well, he's back. He's got the beard, he's got the little ponytail, like he looks like a fucking viking now. And um it looks like we're going to get a Roman Reigns um Brock Lesnar uh, part 3, if you will. They fought at WrestleMania 15. Well, yeah, they fought at WrestleMania 15, then again at WrestleMania 18. Also again at SummerSlam back in 2018. Uh, so maybe this is Rome, maybe Roman Brock Four is what it would be. Um, so a but, lot of
0: people speculate he's coming back as a face, but I don't get that. You, well, you come Roman. In,
1: well, Roman's obviously the, the the big heel right now. Yeah. And but I
0: mean, you destroy John Cena, one of the biggest faces of all time. Well, that was off the that years. was
1: off the air. That was off the air. That was you know that was. But still, that's not a face thing to do. Well, it's not, but it, it's not. It's not going to be part of the on-screen story, I guess. You, you know, they're not going to mention that he did that. That was just, I guess, something for the fans, and you know, to since I guess cause I guess they didn't want to, they didn't want him to get his hands on Roman just yet. So they were like, just F five Cena in, in the middle of the ring because Cena's going back to Hollywood and do mm-hmm. movies, and he might show back up later. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, <laughs> I knew Cruz was gonna have something to say about this, um, let's see, oh lord, um, <laughs> wasn't the finish something basic like, uh, Yura, Uranagi? uh, Becky, yes, I like seeing her bag, but this match, yes, bad idea, uh, not even her disarmor, no, she, uh, she hit her with the woman's right, and then hit her with, like, I don't even know what that move was she hit her with. I didn't see it. Um, I don't know what it was, um. And then beat her one, two, three. Uh, that's, Mar- that's what Marcus said. Becky, yes. I like seeing her back, but this match, yes, bad idea. Um, Crew said, not even her disarmor. No, it wasn't the, the disarmor. Marcus, haha, Gage Goldberg taps out, and crowd went crazy. Even Twitter went crazy. Yeah, after the match, Bobby Lashley put Gage, uh, Goldberg's son, in the, uh, the hurt lock. So that was – and I think the crowd was loved it. So – um Crew said, thank God, Reigns versus Lesnar for the 46th time. Can't <laughs> wait. Fucking boo again. Marcus uh, said Roman versus Brock. Winner gets the belt in custody of Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that that is that is gonna be an interesting little twist to this feud, I think. Because obviously Paul ran with Brock right. for so many years, and now he's with Roman. So that'll be an interesting twist to uh to that feud. But overall, SummerSlam. Uh, Good moments. There were some bad moments. Uh, It seemed like the energy in uh, Allegiant Stadium was pretty high. Colin Cowherd was at SummerSlam because I was listening to his radio show uh, yesterday. And he's he's never been a real big wrestling guy. He's a big wrestling guy now because he said that he had a blast at Mm -hmm. SummerSlam and that the energy in that arena was amazing. So... Shout out to Colin Cowherd for now being a uh, he, Colin. You should have been at uh, the United Center on Friday night in Chicago. That's where the energy was. Uh, Marcus said other podcast was saying it was a version of the rock bottom, which the rock bottom is a Uranagi. So yeah, it it, it it did look like a rock bottom sort of sort of move. So yeah, um, that's how Becky won uh, against Bianca. But yeah, it was a. Uh, like I said I watched highlights of it, but yeah, that's a you know it, it was a a couple surprises. I I, I, I was happy about the surprises. Uh, obviously, one of them didn't turn out the way most people thought it or hoped it turned out. As far as you know, Bianca, but whatever. It was. Um, uh, <laughs> crew said, how dare you listen to other podcasts? You traitor!" <laughs> hey, that's okay. Hey, there's a saturated market of podcasts. We're not the only ones out there. The fact that you guys are here now, it's all that matters to us. So. Yeah.
0: John Alba was saying that, you know, it was so quick the sub with Becky that mm-hmm. the merchandise team didn't even know until 48 hours in advance that Becky was going to show up.
1: Yeah, I think that was a last minute. To, that was a last minute thing to have Becky. So show she might have
0: been sitting at home and had to take a red eye.
1: No, I'm sure she was there because she was in town for Money in the Bank. So I think she's been traveling with WWE and, yeah. and you know training, obviously getting ready to get back in the ring. So I'm sure she was in Las Vegas for the whole weekend.
0: Damn right. I had to guess,
1: so yeah that was summer Slam. Some blackjack yeah uh, a little Russian roulette with uh Seth uh whether he's gonna pull out or not uh, <laughs> and get her pregnant again wrap that up boy all right, so let's see we still got a lot to talk about um uh so back to rampage Friday night yes. there was a a photograph that surfaced on social media that looked like a gentleman. Uh, that looked like Bray Wyatt, that was sitting in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's confirmed if it's been Bray Wyatt or not. Oh, it, that's him. It looks like him. Um, Let's see. Mar- Marcus said, I am married to the AMP podcast. I was just window shopping LMAO. <laughs> hey, go buy you some binoculars on uh, Amazon, Marcus. Yeah, use the tinyurl.com slash Amazon AMP. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there was this photo, obviously, they looked like Bray Wyatt him at Rampage, which, you know, he's a he's a free agent now. So well not necessarily a free agent, but he's no longer under contract with WWE, although he is still uh has his no compete clause in effect until I'm not even sure when, but um so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was there to you know check it out and maybe he knew something we didn't before. So he's like, I'm gonna show up and go check this out. And then I think Saturday, um the the rumor started running rampant that that he was heading to AEW, or most likely heading to AEW. I think I saw Meltzer said that he was most likely heading to AEW, although there has been no ink to to paper by any means at this point.
0: Well, they can't until he's out of his contract, right?
1: Or his uh, no-compete. Marcus said, I thought we were going back to the Ric Flair photo. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I talked about that last week. Um I don't think that was Ric Flair giving fellatio to that woman on on an airplane or a bus or public transit or whatever. But uh, we're talking about the Bray Wyatt photo of the gentleman that looked like Bray Wyatt at AEW Rampage. I don't know if it was. Why do you him or keep not? calling him the gentleman that looked like Bray Wyatt? Because, that was Bray Wyatt because I, I have no confirmation that it was Dawn. Bray Wyatt.
0: So the new photos of Bray Wyatt—he's completely shaven.
1: Yeah, that's by the way—he's got the top dread that only. Is, he, he, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why he shaved his beard. That's a wild look for Bray Wyatt, yeah. but whatever. Hey, he's got the baby face.
0: The plumpy baby face.
1: Yeah, that's probably how I'd look if I shaved my beard. Like, I'd look that weird, I guess. My girlfriend would disown me if I did that, but... He's got the dreads on the top of his head. That was him, dude. Uh, Crew said, Cunnilingus, is a BJ. (laughs) Well, you see, that's the thing. If it it really was Ric Flair, then fellatio would have been happening. Not necessarily cunnilingus, but... Like you had said that you're like, well, if it was Rick, uh, he would have been receiving, not giving. I was like, well, hey, I'm sure Rick likes to give. She would have been riding on a space mountain. You're right, but um, but yeah, um, obviously, it is Bray Wyatt is expected to head to AEW when I don't know, but at this point, it seems like it could be, you know, um, Marcus said yes, it, uh, lol, like. It looked like Bray. I agree. The tattoos was missing, though. I couldn't tell if they had to hit the tattoos or not because he had, like... He didn't have long sleeves on, but, like, he always had a T-shirt on. You couldn't really see his arm that well mm-hmm. in, in the in the photo. Moral of the story... Uh, <laughs> I like this about Cruz. Uh, moral of the story is Mella was the best thing about SummerSlam. And how... Did you see the outfit she was wearing? No. She's looking very stacked. Uh, let's oh, just say God that. God bless her. Showing off a lot of boobage yeah. at SummerSlam, but... Um. So we got yeah. to interview her one time. She seems like yeah. a really cool chick. Yeah. Uh, I kind of talked to her a little bit whenever they came to to Lake Charles. I didn't necessarily talk to her, but like she came talked to some of the fans, and I might have said something about Big Cass or something. Yeah. Uh, who she used to date uh, a long time ago. You're keeping K kayfabe. What? You were talking about storyline. No, she was no, she was dating Big Cass in oh. real life. No, like not like shoot dating. Oh, okay. And I think I said something about. You know, big cast or something. I was like, yeah, big cast doesn't deserve you. I don't know. So I, said, <laughs> I said some bullshit like that. Dang. Um, but uh, big cast and his crazy ass. Pull up our group chat. Show the man. Mela was, but they did show off a lot of Alexis. Alexis assets. I guess he means Alexa. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, Mella She's definitely living up to the gimmick of most beautiful woman in WWE. That, that's that is for sure. So, um, so anyway, but Bray Wyatt expected to go to AEW. That's really all I got. Oh yeah, on that. there's no so.
0: way they don't sign this dude.
1: All right, let's move on. Speaking of uh, another guy expected to go to AEW possibly, and that's Adam Cole Baybay, Baybay, who uh, whose last match with NXT was this past Sunday at NXT Takeover. Um, I saw a thing that his contract apparently is not really up officially until the end of the week, this week. So, he can't. Um, but once it's up, he's free to do whatever he wants at any time. He has no no compete clause, so Adam Cole Bay Bay in
0: AEW? Oh, it's happening. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are referencing him like crazy on, on social media.
1: Yeah, they really are. Um, and if we learn anything from the CM Punk stuff, like, if it's you know, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's duck. I mean, his girlfriend's there. Yeah. I mean, there's no way he's staying in WWE. He's probably going to make more money in AEW. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I feel like WWE would offer him a good bit of money um, to stay, but he hasn't resigned yet, so.
0: He's such a great leader of stables. I can't wait to see what kind of stable they put in. It. Well, I, I guess he would be in the Elite, right? So I don't know if he would have his own stable. Never mind
1: yeah no, I mean I don't know well we'll see what they do uh, with him we'll see where he ends up because um, if he obviously when his contract runs out at the end of this week unless he resigns or whatever but uh he's uh he could show up at A- in aew at really at any any time yeah like i said with, with with no no compete clause he could show up but uh his contract i think is up at the end of the week I'd love to see him in AEW at this point. Now, I I would be worried that obviously all these people are going to AEW. Like, I hope they don't get like more talent than they know what to do with, because that would suck. But well,
0: there's a lot of fat they can trim too. Yeah, with their lower card wrestlers.
1: Well, first thing they need to do is, and no offense to like indie wrestlers or anything, but like on dark. And dark elevation. You got a lot of your established wrestlers wrestling like these local indie people. Cut that out. Like, start using your established stars versus your established stars on dynamite. Do more tag team stuff, more six man stuff, whatever the case may be. Stop doing these indie people that are going to show up, local talents or whatever the case may be, and get squashed. Like, yeah, start, we don't need that start shit. making
0: new talent. To take over for Jericho and Moxley eventually,
1: on Elevation and Dark. Yeah, exactly. You're right. From these indie dudes. Yep, you're right. Um, like a Fuego de Sol. Yeah, but he's a, you know, a crowd likes him, so now he's signed with the company, so they're going to try to do something with him. Obviously. Um, all right, time for rumor mill. Yes. What's the first one you got? All right, so
0: relations between WWE and 2K are apparently seriously strained according to sports gamers online issues include wwe wanting the usual pre-survivor series release for wwe 2k22 while the developers fought to push it back to next march there's also concern about the game's roster being outdated due to this year's releases
1: yeah um i know there's some there's so much changing going on obviously and like when the rumors of Daniel Bryan even that he signed with AEW, like they reached out to 2K and say, "Hey," because he was supposed to be on the game, they they were, like take him off. And uh, it was a, a year or two ago. the The WWE 2K game was like terrible. Like there were so many glitches and, and shit wrong with it and stuff. And um, I, WWE better
0: watch out before AEW uh, cinches up 2K to do their video game. Well,
1: AEW supposed to have a video game coming out next year, I think. Which I'm going to get it once it comes out. They got a lot of people they need to add to the roster. You know who's making it? I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, Let's see. I'm just reading the chat. Uh, Crew said, no, that's a huge mistake. They are paying tribute to the ghost of Adam Cole Bebe. Rest in peace, Adam Cole (laughs) Bebe. Because he died on BTE, I guess, whenever Uh, he left to go to WWE. They killed him off (laughs) of BTE. But continue with the, the rumor mill. All right. According to Meltzer,
0: several uh fan and several fans online, WWE was confiscating Bray
1: Wyatt signs at SummerSlam. Well, saute. Yeah, I guess I did hear that. Uh, Cruz said, Ukes is making it, aren't they?" Yeah, I think it's Ukes. I couldn't oh, remember. Okay. I couldn't remember the name. I thought it started with a Y, but I couldn't remember the name. So yeah, I think, I think you're right, Cruz. Um, yeah, taking away signs. You know, it's not the first time they took away signs uh, for something, but. I guess if Bray Wyatt's no longer with the company, then they were like, you know what? We're just going to take these out.
0: I think that also shows that it's a foregone conclusion. He ain't coming back. Maybe so, yeah. You could be right. Uh, Vince McMahon pushing hard for Gable Stevenson to sign with WWE, according to Thirsty for News.
1: and uh, He actually won a gold medal in
0: freestyle wrestling at the Olympics.
1: Yeah, he had a little exchange with uh, one Jake Hager on Twitter, if you didn't see it, he, and he said something about y'all. Y'all honestly thought I was gonna let a man like called Jack Swagger come in and diss <laughs> me or something like that. So him and Jake Hager kind of had a little uh, back and forth on. A, and then he he posted a picture with Vince uh, Gable Stevenson did uh, SummerSlam weekend. So he was there, and I, I thought they had been talking about this kid since before the Olympics, like mm-hmm. possibly signing him because I think he's like a big amateur wrestler. He yeah, wrestled in Minnesota. Yeah, and obviously Brock, Brock Shelton uh just to name a couple that have come out of minnesota for for wrestling but yeah um i i I mean i don't know i think he's gonna get signed to wwe eventually um i also saw he might want to do some mma oh i mean maybe that's why him and hager kind of had a little back and forth because obviously hager has jumped into the octagon and is still undefeated as far as i
0: know yeah because he had a he had a tweet the other day that just said at dana white didn't say anything else does at dana white yeah so maybe he's looking. I, to give him I, I, a, Hey, you know.
1: whoever whoever's going to give him a paycheck, he's probably you know he's all ears. You know, he could, being a heavyweight, he would probably rule that heavyweight division. And he's got a gold medal, so you know he's kind of got some. You know, he's got some credibility to whatever you know. At least wrestling, he's got some credibility yeah. to that. So right. But um, let's see. And if not mistaken, isn't Ukes slash THQ? That's who made UFC Undisputed. Mm. Yeah, uh, mm. THQ used to make the the old WWE games like yeah. i think like back when it was like on the, the nintendo 64 i think right. thq would make those games and those were pretty fun but um yeah i think that's uh that's all we got that's pretty much a show yeah. and that's a wrap yeah we actually we we fell behind but we we kind of caught back up we been going now for about an hour and 7 minutes so boy tuesday's popping son yeah tuesday's popping man and you know what we may end up having to move at the beginning of next year um I was looking uh, at our work schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh we're going to have lots of basketball games on Thursday uh, nights. Basketball Jones. That we'll have to run uh, at our real job, so yeah. we may have to move this to Tuesday nights at some point going forward. Mm-hmm. And there may be other weeks cuz like this fall like my schedule's kind of Getting full and well. Then the Raging Cajuns have some game on uh, some games on Tuesday too. They also have some games on Thursdays too as well. So we're gonna have to. I
0: imagine the Pokes have some games on Tuesday.
1: No, McNeese, all their games on Saturdays.
0: No, 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 basketball.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I I looked at the schedule. I I did the schedules today on the calendar. What's about to get hairy? Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be flip flopping around in in the next handful of months as far as what day of the week we're going to be broadcasting I think next week we're good for Thursday but um you know going forward we may have some Tuesday shows we may have some Wednesday shows um heck if if it gets if we get desperate enough we might do something on the weekend I'm trying we're trying to stay away from the weekend no the weekend's
0: going to be too busy sometimes we may have like yeah, three true. basketball ga- or uh three sports games yeah you're right you're right about that
1: uh Ugh. let's see what else is going on in the, in the chat like no mercy where they are drawing inspiration from yeah i had no mercy well i'm just saying i know a certain person who's off on tuesdays if you ever want to guest appearance by ha- the new guy hey uh, i think the, the 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 new guy gimmick for cruise that's i mean you, you are no longer the new guy you've been watching you've been back at wrestling now for what three or four years now that's it's <laughs> a little bit past the, the new guy we need to find a new guy. Well, Colin Cowherd is now the new guy, I guess, since yes. he's now a wrestling fan from attending SummerSlam. There's
0: no way he's coming on the podcast. No. So big-time us. Well,
1: he's Colin Cowherd. I mean, I would expect him to.
0: <laughs> now, I give a little back, Colin. Get your boy some traction.
1: Crew said, I haven't come up with anything new. Well, we'll still call him the, the new guy then. Yeah. Yeah, so if we well, – we'll be – Crew's coming up, like I say in the next six months – We'll be doing probably more Tuesday shows at some point, so yeah, we'll definitely... uh, We need to get Marcus on a show, too. Yeah, we do need to get Marcus on. That's the thing, ever since we came back, we had Bryce on that one time, but Mm -hmm. we haven't had any guests or anything. I need to kind of set it up in here to where we can get guests to call in. We do have a third mic, too, so if anybody ever wants to come in physically to the studio and want to drive over here, uh, or, or we can get you on a Facebook Messenger call.
0: Brave all the coronavirus out
1: there. Well, yeah, I guess, but uh, there ain't no corona in this room. Screw you, Moderna. That's all I gotta say. Hey, I got Moderna, man. I'm, I'm. Boy, it effed me up. It didn't eff me up, but it, it, it. But it's different for everyone. I thought I was
0: gonna stroke out like
1: four times. <laughs> Golly, dude, <laughs> dog! I thought I was gonna die, legitly, four times. My goodness gracious! Lightning! I, I think we got some. I mean, I'm looking at the radar here. I think we got some bad weather coming. We have to wrap this up. Very. Let's very wrap quickly. it up
0: like Seth Rollins.
1: He better be wrapping it up. He about to say, you mean? So we're not wrapping it up at all? Is what <laughs> you're telling me here?
0: No, he he better have learned from his ways.
1: Let's see, I'm looking at the radar here. Oh boy, <laughs> it's coming. Oh yeah, it's coming. Let's wrap this up. Okay. All right, guys, <laughs> um, yeah, it's coming. We 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 got to go. Um, all right, guys, the Cruz and Marcus, we appreciate. Uh, you guys coming in. I see Marcus is uh, clocking in. Uh, we'll catch you all guys later. We're going back next Thursday Yeah, uh, live. Uh, if we change it up, we obviously let you guys know on our, uh, on our social media platforms. But, uh, yeah, you got anything else?
0: Nah, man. Uh, check us out on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. to search Amp Wrestling Podcast. Patrick, get us out of here before we die, son. Outro. <laughs> You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with David Boston and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual.
1: This has been a Lake Area Media, LLC production.